Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for this message and the sharing of God's Word. This is where we study, uh, learn, and abide in our personal journeys along our daily walk with Christ. And if there is one thing that I know for sure, it is there is our way and then there is God's way. Heavenly Father, we thank you for yet again another opportunity to to come together, to fellowship, to be of like mind and spirit, to uh, feast on your word, to take it in, and learn from it, to apply it to our daily lives in all areas and aspects of our lives to help us grow, flourish, and walk in the way that you would have us to walk, being the light into this dark world that you would have us to be and fulfill the purpose that you have designed us to fulfill. God, I ask that you use me as your vessel, as your errand boy, to deliver your message your word, your inspiration and encouragement to your people so that they may be lifted up and continue in faith and power and conviction and strength to walk on, to endure and persevere, to finish the race. God, I pray this prayer in your precious son, Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Uh, Today, I want to talk about why we do what it is that we do. Uh, We scurry back and forth in this life, busy with activities, day in and day out. Often we find ourselves feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and and at times even depleted, just just wiped out. And, And this flurry of activity tends to lead us to asking ourselves, why? For what reason am I seemingly running myself ragged? Um, beyond the obvious of wanting to keep a roof over our heads, food on the table, clothes on our backs, transportation, and the other basic necessities in life, we may also be wondering what I'm doing. Is it, in, is it making a difference? Does it matter? And, and what is the purpose? All great questions uh, that our God has definitively addressed and unmistakably answered. Today's passage comes from the book of uh, Colossians, believed to have been written by Paul when he was in a Roman prison at a a time where there were many false prophets, teachers, rather, amongst uh, the Colossian people. The intent here is to shift focus to our faith in, in Christ. So I'm going to read from Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. Um, Chapter 3, verses 23 and 24 from the NRV. 23 reads, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So the title and topic for today's message is Just Do It 
for God. Just do it for God. For my many days and years in the corporate world, I learned the importance of in what you do, do what you love. Uh, that can be simplistically translated to, if we love God, in what we do, do it for God. That in and of itself could be the entire message. Amen, church, let, let, let's go home. But let's dive into that a little deeper. One, you will feel better uh, about what you do. Regardless of if you love what you do, in life or despise it, there will be days when you feel tired, feel confused uh, as to what is the point, wondering if you should even be doing or pursuing or investing your life effort and energy. This feeling can especially ring true to the point of stinging and outright pain, um, asking ourselves, why am I even bothering uh, to do this for this person who could care less? Why should I have to be one of those to do this for someone who clearly does not respect me? How in the world did I end up getting stuck with working for someone who dislikes me and is outright mean or cruel to me? Why am I using my talents to serve others who have no respect or love for God? All valid questions. It goes on and on. Let's, let's face it, working in this world can be outright brutal at times. Some of you know this intimately every day, going to those jobs. Um, poor communication, disrespect, mistreatment, being walked all over, uh, lied to, discriminated against, and in some cases, emotionally and psychologically abused based on their the games and the charade and the vindictiveness. It all exists in that corporate world, in that work world uh, that we all go to and, and, and encounter each day. So when these feelings that we have are allowed to fester and go unchecked, they tend to multiply faster than breeding rabbits. The resulting outgrow can lead to unfulfillment, floundering, bitterness, resentment, and outright disdain and lack of regard for others. This place of discontentment that can feel suffocating uh, uh, like, a, like a suffocating trap we feel stuck in, unable to escape or, or having the energy even to, to pull ourselves up out of. Be encouraged in Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 from the Amplified. You can examine that a little closer. It says, whatever may be your task, work at it heartily from the soul as something done for the Lord and not for men. Or so truthfully, much of our discontentment is a derivative of our minds. In other words, our minds influenced by the enemy both set and snares us into the trap of despair. One immediate 
way to put a swift end to our negative feelings and emotions around anything, doing anything for those who appear to us as undeserving or flat out are undeserving, is to know that we are not doing it for them. As that verse I just read states, when we are walking with Christ, what we do is not for man, but for God. That is both a privilege and an honor, the absolute highest any man can fulfill. It immediately changes our focus and shifts our perspective when we begin to look upon all that we do, like it or love it or hate it, that we are not doing it for any undeserving, disrespectful human, but for the God that we serve. But why does it have to be so hard? I thought serving God was... Remember, this passage was written by the Apostle Paul from prison. Who said walking with Christ was easy? Don't listen to them. Stop it. You will feel better about yourself. Once we come to terms that God has a plan, and when we walk closely in relationship on the path he set for us to follow, we are where we are for a reason. We are doing what God, the creator of all, saw fit for us to accomplish. He put in us all that we need to accomplish his good and perfect will. It's not an accident that you may feel you are working in a dark and lonely place. Why? Because it may be the very light that is inside of you that is allowed to shine, that will lead other souls to Christ, to a life free from bondage, fear, hatred, wickedness, and to repentance and life eternal. There's a purpose for you being there. If you feel all alone, like you don't fit in, it may be that God has so much confidence in you that you are the lone soldier sent into this battle that has already been settled, by the way. You will emerge victorious. God has already created the most precise, capable, and powerful battle plan there ever was. Your role is to stay the course. Do not give up or give in. Know that God sent you, is with you, and will see you through the matter, no matter. I'm going to say that again. Know that God sent you, is with you, and will see you through the matter, no matter. Settled. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 24 in the Amplified, 324 in the Amplified, it says, knowing with all certainty that it is the Lord, it, it is from the Lord and not from men, that you will receive the inheritance which is your 
real reward. The one whom you are actually serving is the Lord Christ, the Messiah. So your arsenal for this assignment is to know that you know that you know that you know that you have the inheritance of inheritances awaiting you. That's your real reward, not this facade or this temporal rewards that we get in our short span of life on this earth that we don't take with us. We leave how we came with nothing. Material reward, no. Eternal reward, eternal, priceless. That in doing your very best, despite the opposition of man, doing it, you are for the Lord of lords. Doing for your designer and creator, that is where the real, eternal, unmatched by anything man could ever offer comes from. We work every day doing things, hoping man will deliver. Sometimes they do. Many times they fall well short. God does not know the meaning of, nor is he even capable of not fulfilling his word and his promises. That you can take to the eternal bank of faith and trust, where your deposits earn compounded interest, unlike anything this world has ever seen or offered. Know that when you're working for man, even they have a boss. Even bosses have bosses. Know that God is the boss of bosses. Even if you're working for somebody that is following Christ, they have still have a boss. But you're better off serving God. This will help you to what? You will have a purpose and reason. Please, please hear me on this. You are not an accident. You are not a mistake. You are not cursed. You were created with an intended purpose in mind. If you were not supposed to be here, you would not be here. Period. This is an undeniable, indisputable, categorical fact. Let nobody convince you otherwise. And those with serpent tongues who are trying to convey that, distance yourself. Distance yourself, because that is from the enemy. In, in, in Psalms 57 and 2 from the Amplified, it says, I will cry to God Most High, who performs on my behalf and rewards me, who brings to pass his purposes for me and surely completes them. Did you hear that? Purposes them. You, in fact, may have multiple purposes that you are designed, created, and intended to accomplish, fulfill, that the God of the heavens and the earth has set you, set you for, set forth, put you in motion to accomplish. God, our creator, will see his word and purpose fulfilled. 
He created us to do just that. If you are in a tough spot and have the mind of Christ and are walking with Christ, more than likely you are where you are supposed to be doing what you are supposed to be doing. Know this, that God gives the most challenging assignments to his strongest soldiers. God gives his most challenging assignments to his strongest soldiers. Here's where you say, but I don't feel strong. Strength <laughs> is not a feeling. It is a character straight, a, a trait. It is a character trait, a steel resolve that you can do all things through Christ, who what? strengthens you. In that, there is no man, no tool, no weapon, no body, no force that comes even close to the strength of God Almighty. Not even close. You should take heart. You have that, that, that you have the power available to you that is unmatched, unparalleled, and more than indomitable. You can rest assured, no matter how hard, difficult, challenging, unbearable, or bleak it may seem, God will bring his good and worthy purpose and purposes to pass, pass with you, through you, and in you, in what you do. You can complete your task because God gives you strength. You can fulfill your purpose because God assigned it. You can withstand whatever resistance or attack you face because God is your protector. You can still win the race when facing faster opponents that appear more powerful because the race is not given to the swift or the strong, but to the one who endures to the end. You can and you will emerge victorious, but know that God has already won the battle, every battle. So just do what you do, not for you, not for man, but for God. Father, I thank you for this encouraging word. I thank you for this message that you have given to be sent, to be uttered to your people, to help lift them up, to help them and encourage and inspire them to stay the course that they may be facing difficulties and impossible situations and trial after trial. But God, you have definitively answered here that there is a reason and a purpose for that. There is a cause and there is a very positive outcome. A lot is at stake, but you have not sent your people into battle ill-equipped. 
You've sent them into battles that have already been won and equipped them. They simply need to carry out their assignment, fully protected, supported, undergirded, and given all of the power, grace, and mercy they need to de decisively win the battle. What does that mean? It may be hard. It may be difficult. It may not feel good. It, 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 it may really hurt us. He can feel it in our hearts. It may even feel spirit crushing, but we can know and trust in our belief that it is all for a reason and a purpose, that it is for good as we walk with you, having the mind as we seek to fulfill your purpose in our life that you can move mountains and you can make great out of the worst situations. Our relationship with you is what drives that. And Father, for those who do not have a relationship with you, but wish to, I want to have them make that first introduction, that hello, that brings them into the family so that they can then learn, develop, and grow and enhance that relationship, receive the Holy Spirit, and begin to live a life of purpose. There's a, there's a prayer that's known that begins that introduction, and it's, it's in your heart, in mind, as you go about saying this that again is an introductory beginning it goes like this and i pray that i pray that those listening that don't know you pray this prayer with me it says god i am a sinner and i know i cannot save myself i confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that your son jesus gave up his life for me by dying on the cross in my place, paying the price for my sin. And then he rose again so that I may be saved. He took all of my sin and iniquities on so that I may receive salvation. God, I ask that you come into my heart and I accept your precious gift of salvation, victory over sin, and eternal life with you. In this prayer we pray in your precious Son, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. That first step, if you prayed that prayer, you've accepted Christ into your life. Step one, you've said hello. You said, hi, I want a relationship with you. What comes next? Study, learn, and abide to learn the Bible, the steps, what it means to live a righteous life, what it means to have the Holy Spirit dwell within you, what it means to be able to face adversity with confidence and emerge victoriously. That comes from studying. This was the first step. There are many, 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 many more steps to go. To have that life of peace, to have that life of joy, to develop that relationship. I strongly encourage you to immerse yourself in the word to accomplish just that. I only have one ask of you, and that is this. Please share this message with others. It's up to you to how many. Just please share it so that you can 
help me to get God's word to his people, the, the, the lost, and to encourage those that do have a relationship. That's it. Please, and I thank you in advance for sharing this message. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your love and support, and I hope you can join us again next time. Until then, please go and live your blessed life on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thought stirred in the sharing of God's word and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.